0: Can you name the only player to have played with every Ballon d'Or winner from two thousand six onwards? Welcome to another episode of the Ballon d'Or podcast, episode forty-eight. Yeah, myself back, back for the first time in three weeks. Yep, back from parental leave. And absence of illness as well. Unpaid parental leave. Unpaid, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at these people thinking. <laughs> but now, yeah, I'm back. Hopefully, back with a bang. So yeah, myself, MK, BNF, filter. flows. can been be up to anything while well, I've been MIA. Two Another little man football festival. practice. I'm a no, 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 no. Yes.
1: no. Two little man like football practice, then took the rest of the family out and about to the park. Met my boy that I hadn't seen for a while for a few drinks and then uh ended up at a house party still. Yeah, like it was live, You Even live still. <laughs> and then was it was it Sunday? Was it Sunday? I watched that uh Ransom Bands boxing match, innit? What's that? Well what, you were oh, there oh, live. I Rants and ba- nah, I wasn't well, there live. You'd I didn't pay for either <laughs> you do, bruv. Nah, you know that ransom bands versus DT son. He banged up that guy one, got, like, Yeah, but like apparently the dude apparently Rents was like he used to do boxing or whatever, like you know uh, At some kind of level But um Yeah he did whack him up though He did whack him up Actually
2: This is another YouTube Boxing match Between two YouTubers Yeah no
1: So it's between Rents And you know DT from oh, yeah. DT from uh, Arsenal awesome. Fan TV Him and out. Oh, you see This is what I don't understand Him and Rents had beef And for some reason His son decided to fight Rents <laughs> He didn't but, um, I don't know. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a friendly affair either. Like, boy, there was some real animosity there. I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know. Like, it's been going on for a while.
0: Yeah, I've seen the little jabs they throw at each other. Yeah, yeah, but I
1: don't know where it started from, though. Like, even one YouTuber that I was watching was just like, oh, after the fight, I hope that it can get squashed and that nobody, like, if somebody wins, like, the other team don't, like, start causing beef and throwing hands and that. Yeah, that's the way London is going
0: probably end up in knife gram. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway back to the question can you name the only player to have played with every Ballon d'Or winner from 2006 onwards
2: alright I'm going to sh- go straight with Clue give me a
0: clue you don't actually want to take a guess first before no because we never take
2: guesses
1: <laughs> we always go straight to the actually I've
2: actually I'm got a put name a process together the process is who is what the no, Ballon
1: d'Or I've Flo, got a name see? in my mind but like let's hear what clue you give him before now, Flo, I Flo
0: up, do you say bro? you have a a name just throw a guess out, just this.
1: Well, no, but this is it because I don't know. Like, I know obviously you got Ronaldo and Messi, standardly, uh-huh. then you got Kaka, and I can't remember who was like because it was about 2008 2009 when Ronaldo and Messi started taking over, uh-huh. so there might be one more person that uh, was before so, before Kaka. Okay, let me
2: there There'd
1: you... been five different winners five, yeah, five different winners. For okay, me. can you name the winners? So, Ronaldo sorry, Messi, Kaka, Madrid. Oh, uh, Modric, yeah, yeah I, I about Modric. Uh, um, Fabio Cannavaro and Cannavaro
2: Okay
1: oh, I See, Cannavaro throws a spanner in the work, But it might not be oh.
2: Who has played with these winners. yeah?
1: i played yeah. with all of them I think it is If it's the guy I'm thinking of The country's bait If it's yeah, the but, guy I'm thinking of The country's yeah, bait Yeah, but that's <laughs> for you So, I mean, that'll be good <laughs> and say, say, the, say the name Alright, so I'm thinking Obviously, Real Madrid Like, you've got a cluster of Real Madrid guys there oh. Ronaldo um, well, they, probably, maybe not Ronaldo, like Kaká and, well, Kaká, Modric, Ronaldo. Um, so I'm thinking it's somebody Argentinian who's played with them at Real Madrid. And if he didn't play with Ronaldo at Real Madrid, then he maybe played with Ronaldo at United. So my one is Gabriel Heinze. No, it's not him.
2: Oh, it's not Heinze. Well, you said Calabarro. Sure. Yeah.
1: But for the clear he's nationally he is Argentine.
2: Okay, the, another question. Did he play for United?
1: He, didn't play, for he didn't play
0: for United
2: I did put United in that equation But
1: that's it Like I just thought hindsight Because I thought maybe the, the crossover with Ronaldo Was, was United Di
2: Maria Nope Oh yeah he okay. played for United as Let well
0: Let me <laughs> <laughs> Hold on hold on wait we throw Some teams he played for Yeah Yeah go and throw some teams out Real Madrid <laughs> Napoli Juventus Milan Chelsea
2: Alright stop Oh Chelsea Crespo
1: No I was going to say that Crespo already came and went in my head Crespo came and went in my head sure Argentinian that played for Chelsea
2: Striker. That doesn't even help you, Overum. That doesn't help. Wait, what? Hold on, hold on. Now I'm thinking maybe he's old school Chelsea. He
1: Probably came when he was ten. He's still currently playing now.
2: What? He's still playing now, but yeah, he's
1: playing in. He's playing like like River Plate or something. Like he's playing over in Argentina. Played for Chelsea last season. Hold on,
2: hold on. Iguain. Oh (laughs) yes, Iguain. I forgot about that
1: dude. (laughs) When he said striker, I was like Chelsea ain't even got striker. In my head, I was like, Chelsea ain't even got us
0: driving. I nah, you know, what? Um, I got that Soccer AM, put a tweet up, and then yeah. someone put it, and I came in saying, nah, that's bullshit, coming in, and I got a whole load of abuse coming back at me. Because <laughs> I was questioning it, but yeah, it's Higuain. Higuain.
1: alright,
0: alright.
2: Obviously, kind of a shock, but not really a shock, is England, Norway. I mean, you were saying, Norway's looking like a threat. A few guys, are not, you know, a few guys are not in our... church chat, yeah. no. Everyone's been saying Norway's been quite good.
1: But England, you know, it turned up. The shock of it, I think the shocker is, is how definitive it was. Mm. I didn't think England didn't have any chance, but I didn't think it'd be that definitive. Even watching the game, like, with the, the, the commentators and stuff saying... that, like, I thought they had no that, bro. No, I didn't think they had no chance. Obviously, like, obviously they are one of the, they're one of the top teams in, in women's football. They still are. Like, you can't take that away from them. But from the way they started, plus the way Norway played, the way Norway have been... I thought Norway would just have a little bit too much for them. I did not expect them to completely and utterly shut Norway down like that. It was, uh, I mean, was surprise. What,
2: what was it? Uh, what, how soon was the England goal? Like two minutes. Three minutes. Well, yeah. yeah, it was
1: the fastest goal isn't it? in in the
0: competition. I think no, it's the fastest for England ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. for
2: real? I'm not but sure. I mean, after that, maybe it was, it was a sloppy goal different. as
1: well. Yeah, like the Norway players were getting barged about as well. Like not talking about fouls or anything, but they were just getting out muscled. Like i was surprised by
0: that. Um, Norway's number ten, that uh, Graham. She mm. in the last game mm. against uh, Australia, she was dominating game, doing everything. This one, she couldn't do anything, man. Mm-mm. And the thing is, it wasn't like England had great tactics. England pretty much played the same as they did against. Yeah, um, nah, the they Cameron pressed them a bit. Well, nothing great. It just yeah, it was just the look of the green kind of went with England. Is like the mistakes the, they the, the mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Norway yeah. would just. Going, like just doing the mistakes and not putting Norway shots when they're put, they put when they're put when they're through the shots were weak or going yeah, just yeah, not going on wide. target not yeah. controlled.
1: So, and don't get me wrong, like England, you know, they kept it up and like they they were breaking fast, which was which was good. But yeah, I just didn't expect it to be a 4-3 no like that. I expected maybe like I end up like with a two one.
2: But what I would say, well, what I'll say to this is obviously given how England have played, it's been, been very almost conservative. Mm. And given the last game, how they beat, what was it, Cameroon or whatever? Uh, Yeah, Cameroon, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They didn't really play well, so that's why it looked like they weren't going to, you know, go too far, get up the Norway team. But, given how they turned up, obviously they've already started singing it's coming home and shit, so, whatever, but, I mean, their next opponent's what? USA. USA. (laughs) You
0: know what, if they play, if they have done in the last two games, they are getting beat, If they play they need I to think, step up and be u s a or um anywhere? England need to step up they need to be more they need to be more solid they yeah they play. do need to be more solid they're not u s a they're not unshakable u s a is the holders right they'
2: are yeah. the holders yeah, they' are yeah. very they seem bit organized mm-hmm. especially and not with that, france um, to go that far look how they dealt with france
0: with the 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 woman that scored the two goals against france uh, uh, rapino yeah, yeah. Them she seems like she's on the course to having uh, after their little twitter spat with trump. Yeah, she see that she's she's on bro. course to she wants to win it to be like. <laughs> Just say, I ain't going no White House,
1: Rob. Yeah. So. Like she said that. Did you see when she it was done, when she apologized as well? Did that? I apologise like, for swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> nah, that's bad, that's bad. But I mean, she's always been like an outspoken. part. I remember seeing her because she was one of them. She was one of the first athletes to kneel after Colin Kaepernick, did yeah. it? And like, she didn't need to because nobody was nobody was questioning like whether women's footballers had to or whatever. But that's by the by. Um, the thing is though. Are England coming into form at the right time? Like you don't really need your best form in a group stage, whatever, whatever. Is this the, this is the time to come into form? Like if you want to win a competition, it's these last couple rounds that where you want to start banging. So maybe that's what's gonna happen. But USA they are formidable.
2: What about France? I told you these guys need goals. Brother, was it? Yeah, they do. They do need goals. But look, crowd, who, even with the crowd, it's not gonna. I mean, <laughs> it's not gonna stop them making them goals.
1: And look who uh, look who look who scored for them. That scored the only goal. <laughs> Day. Miss Van Dyke <laughs> but no like that was that game was a bit like that game got a bit tasty though like with um like thousand yeah players, but I think pre- it's pre- and the time Amin scored as well that
2: yeah, made it more yeah, interesting because yeah, you, yeah. you, you know a goal could come in last minute but yeah it weren't to be I was you hoping was... so I
1: was hoping so take the extra time or something like that but nah and then yeah obviously you got Sweden Germany
2: a few you know what I don't know whether to be surprised or not because Sweden is a good team and a few people did mention Sweden being a technically better side than Germany. Mm. I just thought their record before the World Cup and now, not conceding at all in like I think it was like eight games or something crazy like that and scoring a lot of goals. I thought, you know, Sweden might be a challenge <laughs> but they'll win and they scored, I'm sure they scored first as well. So it's quite... Germany yeah, did, yeah, it they were one up, and then yeah. Yeah, Sweden just come back, so...
1: My only thing with watching Germany, I watched like two of their group games. I watched the first one against China. The first thing about that was they didn't really do much in that game, but they didn't really need to. Mm. But when you see how all the other Asian teams got were getting beat by at least like four or five goals and they only won like one nil on that one, I was like, mm, that's a little bit thing. Plus we're saying that like how the Asian teams only got there like day before were suffering from jet lag or whatever. So, and then in the other game as well, yeah, again, it was kind of like an England thing like where they didn't ever really seem to get out of gear, mm. but they still haven't got out of gear. So... Maybe it's not that surprising. But obviously in uh the final game, Netherlands Italy, that was kind of it was it went the same way it was expected.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Like nah, no one was really expecting you know, Italy went in as underdogs, no one was really expecting them to, to pull it off. But nah, these uh, these semis are gonna be interesting. Like I say, England USA, it's gonna be a big game. Is it looking
2: like the winners coming from that
1: side? It was Holland. <laughs> I don't wanna say it now. I don't wanna yeah. say it now, do I? Because
2: everything we've all picked besides <laughs> Holland?
1: <laughs> it's all done, bro. But I would say, like, you got to think, yeah, if USA get to the final, they're winning it. If England beat USA, who can beat them? The European under-21 championships,
0: Spain, come out, what I thought was comfortable winners. And that, they just dominated from beginning to end. Germany pressed at the end, but it was a bit of a lackluster, like, tried to just come back in it. But... Yeah. It's not surprising, though, with either of these two teams. So obviously, it's Spain turning back from two years ago when Germany beat them, same final. Germany beat them then. But yeah, But both of those have been... Um, they've won five of the last six between them. Yeah. And it's, no, co- it's, and, yeah. And it's no, consi- no coincidence that these two teams tend to be the best ones in the like, real age
1: football later on as well. But that's what I'm saying. What does this mean? Because obviously Spain... Have slipped the last couple of years. They've not really been banging on the world stage, and even Germany now look like they're starting to slide. Does this mean that like there's a new there's a new uh, you know a new surge for the next generation to come through and bring them back to the top? Yeah, it could be. It could. Be,
0: it's a resurgence if they would bring a group of these up at the same time. But then on mm. saying that, the obviously it was a lot earlier on. The main thing of the whole Euros is England and flopping. I think you guys spoke about it last last week. Yeah, but then obviously. That whole team was the under seventeens one and they got moved up together, most of them, and they flopped. So it doesn't not always work out like when they move a squad of players. Yeah, but they were the missing, like them
1: like I don't know, there's two flips of the coin with the England one. Like I said, like we said last week, they were missing a lot of their midfield that was there for the under seventeens. But the replacements were the likes of Madison, Foden, guys like that. So technically they should have been better. But yeah, it depends on how many of these guys get through.
2: Is there, is there any standout players, you'd say, Origin. I know Germany played Jonathan top, but he's known already in the yeah, league. Yeah, the,
1: there's only two guys for me. Uh, um, Luca Walsh, the striker, and one of their midfielders, uh, Mohamed, Mohamed Daoud? Yeah, yeah Mahmoud Daoud. Like me. That's what I like mean for Spain, though. Oh, for Spain. Like,
2: well, for both, but I mean, uh,
1: there's the that German that. ones, we know a couple. But uh, Chibalos. You know it. Yeah, he's... I can't remember his first name. He's
2: he's of Real Madrid. Oh, is that
1: him? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, the thing um, is... Four Nails th- as well. Four Nails is... Well, I can't remember it, yeah. but go on. The way, the
0: way Spain were playing, though, mm. they weren't really... I wouldn't say, like, especially in the final, they weren't really... You wouldn't say there was an outstanding individual. It mm. was an outstanding team performance. They were cut... The way they cut up Germany and the way they cut up France in the game before, they were... They just yeah, they could just go through anyone.
1: But then that's the thing, like that's what you need because that the, the the real Spain te- the the adult Spain team at their height were like that. It's mm-hmm. just obviously their man were doing bits in their own leagues, which is why they were known individually. But as a team, they were all shining. Like they weren't relying on one guy or a couple of guys to get it all for them. Mm-hmm. Everybody was doing their bit. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's good for them. Um, a couple movements around financial fair play this week. First of all, was AC Milan being banned from Europa League for next season which means I think Roma take their place in the competition or something like that
2: and is it just they banned for what straight up FFB breaking the rules
1: yeah just breaches well i say they're just straight up banned they actually struck a deal with UEFA to serve this one year ban to kind of offset that well basically they're still under investigation for like three seasons worth of, of breaches so by taking this deal and saying alright we'll take a ban I guess they're kind of hoping that UEFA will look more lenient on them when they're going through the stuff. and it's, it, it
2: excuses them. But it does. first Thursday football. Concentrate on the league and your team in Britain. Yeah.
1: But the thing is as well, obviously, because they, they got banned last year and then they appealed against it mm. and then it got overturned and now it's just come straight back again. But yet still, they're still allowed to be making deals. Even though, again, they're still going to be under investigation for like three, I think it's three years worth of, of financial irregularities. So, no, like I say, it works for everybody. UEFA look like they're doing something AC Milan can concentrate on getting into Champions League the year after. And they've got an excuse for not even having to try in Europa League now. And hopefully they'll get. Hopefully for them, they get a reduced sentence, whatever happens with their actual investigation. UEFA need to make sure that this is longer.
0: It's not just a one season thing, because if they can dip out for one season, fix their affairs and possibly even still spend as well and get things right to get in next year, mm-hmm. then this is a benefit. Yeah, come on. Uh, you look at some of the uh, the Premier League teams. Probably working Man United and Arsenal's favourite to dip out the to spend big, mm. come out of the Europa League. Yeah. And then next <laughs> season come in like
1: then work, work, yeah, work
0: yeah. for the Champions League. So that they need to make sure that they're banned from all European football
1: for at least three years. To be honest, they should do something like you can't play Europa next league next you can't play Europa next season and you can't qualify for Champions League the season after. Like That's what, do something like that. Like, because then that will start hitting. That will start hitting them. Like one year without European football is fine. Next year, or even then, the next year, the best they can do is Europa. So they don't kind of yeah, like you say, they don't get away with it scot free. So, mm-hmm. but apparently, apparently this this ruling is gonna be part of the final settlement. So, and it gives them time to get their financial affairs in order. They'll get like another season or so to to get financially in the black or whatever. Yeah. So, what do you think that means for likes of
0: obviously the city? Still have their investigation going? I don't know. I mean I like,
1: get it, it guess it means they can do a deal. Like no matter what happens, they can do a deal. But would they be get will they get taken out of Champions League?
0: If they don't, then Arsenal are in land to go in, isn't
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> it's <not laughs> worth it. It's
0: not that would give them a little bit more <laughs> than the forty five million then.
1: Man, will <laughs> it though? Will it though? I'm sure there's more than forty-five million there. But we'll come on to that. We'll come on to that. Um oh, but talking about spending the other financial fair play thing is obviously there's been a rule change which again I'm pretty sure this rule change will help AC Milan going forward and basically in layman's terms as far as I understand it now players wage deals or increases in player in increasing club wages don't have to be covered by sponsorship deals so before if you spent over if you had an increase season on season of more than 7 million Yeah, 7 million on player wage increases. That money that had to come from new commercial deals couldn't come from the club, couldn't come from the owners or whatever. Now they've taken, they've gotten rid of that, Mm. which is actually better for smaller teams because it's nothing for United, Liverpool, City, whatever, to go get a new commercial deal with somebody based on the strength of their name to fund new player wages. But it's more difficult for, you know, talking in terms of Premier League, just. It's more difficult for a Crystal Palace or Everton to do that. But now, if they can get the money from other areas, they can offer some competitive wages to players. A, players that they want to keep, and B, players that they might go head-to-head with bigger teams for. So, this actually looks like it's a ruling that... Again, of course it's going to help the big teams as well, but it looks like it's going to help a lot of the smaller ones too. But it's also going to skyrocket prices. But the thing is...
0: I know teams have to be competitive to offer players the best wages possible yeah 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 but they need, there needs to be a cap on because teams can be reckless and you're going to this is going to cause another lead to
1: happen well, like salary caps
0: yeah this is going to cause another lead to happen this is and this is a backwards step I thought we were going in the thing of trying to make teams have well, you're think
2: saying about, there should be a cap on players wages yeah there should be some sort they can't be I'll tell you why because correct me if I'm wrong so let's use someone like Pogba or someone that's sponsored by another like Adidas or whatever, you know, the whole Pogba thing happening now They're mentioning, you know, Adidas coming in and whatnot talk about you I need a replacement if he does get sold So in that case, let's say you're allowed to pay a player maybe 500k max The sponsors will get involved because we're paying the player as well So they will have a big say so they're gonna say I'm gonna pump this much into this player So if a player wants to go to let's say I don't know Chelsea or City or Real Madrid the sponsor that's linked to that club can influence it because they say, look. We also linked to this sponsor. If you join our club, the sponsor is going to pay you more money. But,
0: that, yeah. but that, that's that, but that's got to be then exactly. Well, that's going to be drawn out and seen exactly how much is going. But in the German league, mm-hmm. they have um, in German league and if you look at American sports, mm. the club have a total amount that they're allowed to spend on their team for for wages. It doesn't like, matter how it's split. has to be split between the whole, the whole team. So one person can get like, the 90% of that if
1: they really wanted to. And the rest of them can get 10%. Yeah, yeah so yeah. you're saying
2: the wage budget in, They need to cap uh, it for the so whole Yeah, so basically
1: team. in the NBA, every team, like they choose a number. Every year they choose a number depending on inflation or whatever. So, like, well, I think last year it was, it was just over 100 million, I think. But no team can have over 100 million. They can spend no more than 100 million on salary. Yeah, it doesn't matter how it's divided. You could bring in a load of average players and pay them all the same, or you could bring in one superstar. That's why a lot of them teams, like when they're trying to strengthen, they have to get rid of a big player to bring another big player yeah, in. Yeah. And no, I think it's a it's a it's a genuinely. It's a this,
0: this is a thing. Like I look at the German model, and yes, it's disappointing that only by Munich are the dominating and Dortmund come in a little bit, but they've got the right model. That's what UEFA should be going for. But now it looks like they have bowed to pressure here and they've gone backwards. Because doing this just allows, yeah, Real Madrid to, like, Real Madrid, Man United, Man City, these big guns sort of just keep spending more and making sure they have the best, like, in terms of like, salary-wise, they'll keep getting the best players.
1: But like I said, it's it means that the, the smaller teams are going to start doing that as well, which means it's going to push, like, the base salaries up, which means that the top teams are going to be offering, like, yeah, like, say, even more ridiculous salaries. And you can always tell when a change is not a good change or when it's not in the benefit of, uh, when it's you know just for greed because they didn't announce it when they first brought the when they first brought that the, the short term cost thing whatever it was in that was big news everywhere mm-hmm. it was like yeah we're making sure you can't do this you can't do that they just slid this one in slyly now like today I think it came in you ain't heard nothing about it so that's how you know it's not on up and up
2: but it is a good idea I mean put a cap on there
1: no a cap would be a great idea but they're not going to do that they're making too much money until it do. fails they might floor,
2: do after like. a while
0: get introduced they won't, they won't. you don't Because and this is if they do it this is where the bigger clubs are going to keep going on and saying they're going to do a breakaway they've like Man United Real Madrid a um, couple of the other bigger clubs they've made it no secret they won out of if they can make a super league and mm. make their own rules they'll do it so mm. they like they just need an excuse yeah, the question do. is about the
2: money do you think the money will follow the Super League, yes, of course, bro. I'm not so sure (laughs) why wouldn't Premier League is still exciting when you watch Man United Everton, it's not every day Man City, Man United, or Liverpool per per game or whatever.
0: Like, per game, Champions League makes more money than Premier League Mm. per game. So now, when you're talking about the prices are higher, I'm talking about like just money in general, like like TV money, watching and like, Yeah, 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 that's per game. So if you think like Man United playing Everton versus uh, Liverpool versus Real Madrid more people around the world want to watch Liverpool versus Real Madrid yeah
2: because it's, it's rare when it's not rare no but that's what I'm saying it might even itself will out yeah or exactly. it even itself out after a couple of years point. the money will change
1: but by then it might be too late look at what Guardiola said uh, like we was looking at what Guardiola said saying like the Super League will kill the leagues like the Premier League like he said he said he's like Barcelona Madrid don't play against Espanyol who's going to follow the league the Spanish League will die in England they're very intelligent the grounds of the 4th Division are full England will not let local football die and it's true people will still be watching All of those other games. The Premier League is still very competitive, and the top teams going out will still there'll still be a lot of competition there. With the top teams going out of like Spanish league, French league, like if if PSG aren't in League One anymore, what's going on? Oh, on cash, you know. Of course, the local fans will still watch those games and stuff like that. But worldwide, who's tuning in? Without an El Clasico, you're still tuning in to, to, to La Liga.
2: I don't even do. <laughs> exactly so, bro.
1: Exactly. So it's even worse. It's even worse. So um, yeah, it would be a terrible move. For, and like I say, they they kind of hold that over their head. And you know, it works when they created the Premier League. Why would why would you not think it would work again? Like they don't want another breakaway.
0: So talking about players' contract wages, Rashford just being signed a new Man United contract, earning a whopping two hundred k a week. Obviously, a lot of questions have been raised by this. So, do you think
1: he's actually worth that valuation? You know, first thing I need to uh, the first thing I want to wonder about is like, what is that 200k made up of? Because I noticed what? there's a something happened. Like newspapers now, they will be adding other perks into their actual base salary. So, for instance, he might be on like 150k a week, but he's, he's got like a year, like you know like a year's worth of image right or whatever, whatever. And they break that down, whatever that image right's deal is worth, and then they slot it in there as well. So what is his actual footballing wage? I
2: think the main the main thing that's added on, this is for my football manager, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> it might have changed since like seven years ago, but it's the um, goal score. Those are all bonuses. The main base salary, whether it's image rights or what, that's all part of it anyway. So he's earning 200. The only thing that comes in as extras bonuses like if you
1: win that's nah, where image rights won't be included in that it isn't including like when you talk about weekly or like how people used to talk about weekly salary mm. it didn't include that literally like your pay packet your standard pay wage is this So I don't know I don't you know including, I don't like know. The
2: Premier
1: League stuff I, but that's it I don't What's know the full full breakdown like I was listening to somebody talk about it like it was a financial guy that was talking about it, the like the football stuff but he's like the way the newspapers started reporting, like if they want to cause the outrage by making it seem like someone's on an inflated wage, they just start adding. Like basically, they just kind of estimate what the, all the extra yeah, perks yeah. would be, and they yeah, add that on.
0: There's no way we're ever gonna find out the the, yeah, out yeah, the we'll details. But, but let's, so let's, let's go with 200 as yes. the number. Let's go with 200. If he's base is bases 200, has he has he done enough to to earn such mm, a big contract? I
2: would say no, but such as the game is now, it makes mm. sense given. If they say Rashford is the future, which has been said for a while, last season he didn't do as great as he could have done, but it's still the look of what United is trying to do or what Ole is trying to do with the young players. So if you want to tie a guy like Rashford down, whether or not you think he's going to leave, the fact that you know he's been towered to other clubs, whether it's his age and just putting crap about. How, what's the best way to do? that? Exactly. So already uh, so they put down 200 two hundred k. I'll say it's too much as a base. You know most people like to double the salary. You're doing a bit more than you should, or we think you're a bit more triple. He's he's like more than triple the salary. Yeah, From yeah, five yeah. k to two hundred k. That's mad. I'll take maybe one one sixty. It's not too far off two hundred, but 150, 160 That's enough. Someone like Lingard doesn't do enough. But he went from 50 and he's on 100. And there's talks of him probably getting a bit more now. But it depends on the direction they're going. Because in terms of players now, you can get anything you want. How much um, does, um, what's his name, Um Madison. Madison goes somewhere else. He's going to earn the same amount of money. Maybe 150, 180. And he's young.
1: No, at Manchester United, he fully deserves it it's Manchester United's own fault they've put themselves Ooh, in that position yeah Rashford fully <laughs> deserves it bruv like he wouldn't get that and, and and it's subjective wages are subjective for every team based on what they can afford Man United can afford this and I already put I already broke it down you've got Sanchez on 350k Paul Pogba 290 Lukaku 200 De Gea 200 and De Gea is pushing for more now all those guys Rashford is one of those guys no, he's like he's not. done better than Sanchez no, look, look
2: he's not on the level of De Gea De Gea has been doing it for a while yeah, They've been, been like doing it for a while. Pogba has, has been doing stuff from somewhere else. He's done it for his country and come back. Rashford hasn't really done it on that level. I'm
1: talking about the club. They're not not what he's doing for the country. What he's putting in. What saying, what he's, his uh, contribution to the when, club. When
2: I look at those high wages, I look at the contribution in general to football. But they're not so, looking at Man, contribution to football. Man United is a part is
1: just,
0: of it. No, some some of it is to do with commercial, and that's where the outside part does yeah, come in. So being that's what being the World Cup
1: winner comes in on it. And Rashford is worth it to them because Rashford is a local boy that's grown up in United. That, that, is, that is Man United's thing. That is, part of their, that is part of their brand values. So he is worth it to them in terms of marketability because of their brand values. Just as much as a World Cup winner is. And you can't say that's not true because they hang their hat on that. And
0: like, United are trying to make him into that next global superstar. They're trying it. But his performances are nowhere near being Bruh. that of a big guy. And this is where, for me, United missed the trick here. Like, he, him going to another club. First of all, that link, the rumour to... Barcelona, whatever. he's never he's this guy. Unless he's probably like kidnapped and put on a plane and flown over to Barcelona, he ain't leaving Man United. No matter unless you're United get relegated, he ain't leave because this is the club he wants to be at. So United miss a trick here. Use like use that to your advantage, and yeah, you didn't have to give him two hundred, but from forty five to as as uh, Ben was saying to one hundred and sixty, give him something like that, let him be in the thing, and then you work him up like or give him. Obviously, they might have the bonuses, but you use that to your advantage. And obviously, giving them 200 is just a symbol of how United are in disarray. Are you just giving these guys big contracts, well, left, right and centre, and you're never going to become a i Let me add this, on to yeah. that
2: with um, what um, MK just said. If you look at the players in general, it, you can't look at the... I'm saying we're looking at Rashford as an individual, but in general, for let's just say Manchester United, it's not the right message because you've already got problems with um, um, players like Sanchez and whatnot. you feel now it was too much you are given him and he's not producing, you're not winning any cups, you're not winning anything, why would you keep giving that? They've That's made saying, a rod the only, for their
1: own back, they have, they've made a rod for but their, but their what I'm own saying, back. the
2: only thing that would give them a bit of leeway, they've set this position from Rashford would say, you are the most promising young player we've got at the club and you, we, you are setting you as the benchmark for so and so, Paul Pogba can get X and all, if their hair leaves, maybe they're ready for him to leave, it's not a big deal. Getting some new defenders in or whatever they get, that's fine, because you set that benchmark, whatever. But for example, um Leicester, um going back to Leicester Maguire, he's on he went from 45 to 80 yeah. in September 2018. If he comes to United now, he oh, what would he be? On 200 with Rashford? Or should he be on a bit more? Technically he should be on a bit more.
1: Why? Because they are making yeah.
2: the spine or, or the backbone of that defence now. He's meant to be the main defender
1: if you if that's what it takes to get him there and they're willing to pay it then that's what they'll pay but they they would bring it But it's
2: like I'm paying it because oh that's what we need so let's just do it. But that's It what doesn't they're... set a good precedent. Then we go to Liverpool. How much are they paying Salah and Mane? Salah is on like 150, 160.
1: Because but that's it. they haven't set that precedent yet. Like I'm saying Man United have set that precedent. So now they have to ride with it. They have to roll it out. They don't
2: have to continue. They've already They do. There was a mistake when they realized Sanchez wasn't playing one and when he did play, he didn't play well enough to be earning close to four hundred k. United but they haven't rectified. It's a problem.
1: Yes, it's a problem. That's what I'm saying. But United have realised now because, like, look, you see that thing the other day. United's valuation. United's valuation on the stock market fell by a third. Their company now on the stock market is worth a billion less than it was last week. They're not. They're not here for the building slowly like Liverpool. They're not here for the building like Man's Man City. Have got a good wage structure. Liverpool got a good wage structure. The whole thing, they're milking it for all the money it's worth. So they cannot afford to be like, well, we're starting a new building project. Let's get rid of all our top earners and build again. They're not going to do that, but that's their fault. That's what they're doing. I'm not not a
2: financier or anything, but okay, what about a contract like 150k for Rashford? That's tripling his wage. And then you'll get that extra 50k in bonuses like goals and stuff. That's giving you incentive to do more for the club. And it's fair enough. You look at him, he's more than doubled his wage. He's worth it. Yeah, but who told you they didn't try that? That's the thing. you you like, you say you're not a
1: financier. Those guys are. Are you telling me like how long did this contract talk take? They're, yeah.
0: they're, they're financiers, but we all know Edward Wood. <laughs> he's got a screw loose in his head. No, Boy. he don't know football, but he's so, still like a. But whatever. not not into CFO guy. You clearly see that. They're just as you're saying, United. It's are, a desperate this, move. Yeah, that's, and this is the thing. The whole Too much this desperation. This whole summer was meant to be United. Uh, resetting themselves and not just going in for them big names in the transfer market and going going for the younger younger players and trying to start something fresh but in, but then yeah you can see the the issues they even um was it is it daniel James when he yeah. came mm-hmm. i think he's on like 10 or something like that 80 straight away um one he's that like, Way I'm, more than I think
2: he's on ninety, eighty, 90, 18, 80 or ninety. 90 like
0: so. he, I think he's done something like twenty or something. Yeah, like he's on ten or twenty. Like, yeah, as well. ten or twenty. But then this is yeah, this is the moment they're trying to reset themselves on one side, but then on the other side they're not quite
1: resetting themselves, and this is always going to be an ongoing issue. But then, like Ben says, kind of the fact is, you look at Rashford. Rashford's a guy that came through the academy. He's not a guy that they've brought in for big money. He's a young guy, and they're they, all right. They're kind of hanging their hat on him. They're saying, like, all right, we we think this guy will come. Because if he does, if Rashford starts banging 20 goals a season or whatever, he will fully justify that. And when new guys come to the club and they're like, oh, I want to be on par with Rashford, you are be like, nah, you've got to put up those Rashford numbers. But for now, even if they, like, if you look at who they're going for, so, right, they bought Daniel James, they bought one Bissaka, you know, the names of the guys that they're, they're linked with, like Bruno Fernandes, you know, like Sean Longstaff, whatever, they're not going to command big big wages, they're probably going to give them a big bump, but they're not going to be anywhere near Rashford. Are you sure? Because you, they come to the club, there's no Champions League. They, they can go to... No, like I said, they're going to get a big bump, but they're not going to be on the Like, say, Daniel James went from 10 to 50 or whatever. Like, that's a big bump of 80. That's probably more than they should give him, but it's still not a huge amount in terms of the wages that they're giving out. So if they're going to put guys at like Rashford on those big wages, then the rest of the guys that they're bringing in aren't on big wages by the time they ship like the likes of like Sanchez or Lukaku out bring more guys in on those lower wages maybe that's the way they're looking at it you can give Rashford that money because Rashford's you know he's got the history he's the guy there if the guys you're bringing in aren't big names then you're not going to have to get put all of them on those kind of wages and then you've kind of got time to slowly filter out the big ones I don't know I'm not saying that's what they're doing but maybe that is it because nobody that they've brought in so far is going to command anywhere near 200 and the names that they're looking at aren't going to come on 200. Except maybe again, maybe with the exception of Maguire, see what they do. But he might be happy with like a 150.
0: And that like big head wants more, man.
1: So I don't know. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm not saying it's the way to go. But like you say, if they're hanging their hat on Rashford, it's like, all right, you're the guy. So you get this money. The other guys that they bring in aren't that aren't Rashford level. So they can't ask for that much money. Obviously, if they went out tomorrow and they wanted to bring in like an Acadia or a Dabala, he's going to ask for that. If they're going for these guys that they hope they can make into something, they don't have to. And then maybe this season or next season they get rid of Rashford. Maybe Pogba does leave. Maybe Lukaku does go. And the next guys that they bring in, they don't have to put on so much. And slowly it returns Did you say to normal.
2: maybe Rashford might go. I said Pogba. What? Oh, I thought you said Rashford. No, I, said Pogba. That's what,
0: I think. That's well for because them I'm to not, reset. I'm just
2: thinking if you're gonna if something Rashford doesn't pan out in the next two seasons, want to give of They do on 200k. Who's going to want someone on 200k at that time who's not doing well? That's an F up in the foot. Look at Sanchez. That's what I mean. You can't make the same mistake twice. But the only thing, you know what? But then at the same time. I mentioned it before about him being a fan. Obviously him being a fan doesn't mean he can't go anywhere. But he's not desperate to move out. So they could have used a bit more. Like I said, we don't know if they didn't or not. I just think it's a bit reckless. But whatever.
0: So Arsenal have put in an official bid for Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> come it's it. it? <laughs> yeah. it's scraped literally trying to empty out the transfer budget. They're forty-five million for the year. I <laughs> paid forty million for Wilfried Zaha. But wait, hold on. Christopher
2: Palace said he's worth eighty,
0: which is the dumb movement, man. How are you <laughs> gonna come in and try and negotiate at uh, completely do you, half? Do you know what oh. this reminds me
2: It's Arsenal when he put in well, four like million and one. 40 for one <laughs> Wow.
1: You're laughing, though, But I swear, United's first United's first bid for Wamba Saka was like twenty or twenty-five when they said yeah, they wanted fifty. You tested it, wasn't it? They haven't said that. Nah, they said they they said they'd already said that they wanted they wanted big money. In fact, I think that was at the time when they were saying they wanted sixty for him. But then and United put in twenty-five. But then this, the whole thing is
0: obviously with that Wamba Saka deal, it came out that United pretty easily owned twenty-five percent of usar. <laughs> so. 40, 40 million they
1: ain't gonna cut it is it? <laughs> no 40 million they ain't gonna cut it but you know you go in low and you see what happens but the thing that's interesting to me about this is like how true is this they've only got the 40 million the 45 because even there were stories about United they've only got 100 million to spend so if they've only got 100 million they've done most of that on Won Bissaka and Daniel James now um, and I, I refuse to believe that Arsenal are so dumb that they, if they only had 40 million they would spend it all on Zaha when they need defender's when they need defenders or when, you know, they put, they need another midfielder, like a more consistent midfielder to work alongside Torreira, but you can't put anything past Arsenal these days. I mean... So apparently
0: they were banking on Champions League football, which would have given them more money, like more transfer keep. They were playing they, like they were banking on Champions League football. <laughs> because they didn't get that, obviously, I mean, all the valuations have gone down and they've only got 40, 45, which in today's... TV deal money gets you a left toe. It doesn't, no, it just doesn't make sense that all teams, even like Fulham last year spent 100 mil. All these teams, they all have you you get
1: silly money coming in. So, how you, but then it's how they're structured isn't it. PLC, to be honest, you could be like, you know, technically it's fiscally responsible because they're taking care of like what I know they still, I mean, they still got, they still got to pay they still got. I was reading something the other day there's still like a 100 million left on the on the stadium or something like that how man this I this, don't know. this mortgage has never ended <laughs> they locked themselves into some <laughs> mad rate in there but anyway but if they do only have 45 to be honest if they've only got 45 million there's no point in going into the market like because they're not buying anybody to replace anyone they've got right now um the only thing that they can do is sell players which makes the whole Obama Yang to United an, an interesting concept. If they have to sell players to make money to, to be able to buy, Aubameyang, Lacazette, maybe Torreira are the only guys that are going to command any type of fee for them. Everybody else is middling amounts and then they'd have to sell two or three players to buy one, which leaves them short in their squad. So if they do have to sell one of those guys, probably going to be Aubameyang, A, because of his age, B, they've already got Lacazette there as a, as a backup. So, but then,
0: did you not hear this story that came out, I think it was last week, I don't know, Um, it was oh, an interview with, no, about Aubameyang, and this is why I think this this Arsenal trying to sell him is true, basically they, so he was asked an in interview about his style of play, and he said he had to adjust it because he lost his pace after having a bad injury, so basically, I know he was joint top goalscorer, but with him having to adjust that, Arsenal may be looking and thinking, he's sturdy. He ain't got... Like, his pace is only going to go backwards from now. So... Mm, probably. If you're not cashing on him now and use that money to buy someone else, then wait wait for him to run like run down his contract. He's going to have no no sale on value the longer he goes. No, but that's what
1: I'm saying. That's why it makes sense that... All right, maybe not to Man United, but, like, there was rumours going... Obviously, there was the rumours about him going to Man United. And if the thing you said about pace is true, then he doesn't fit in with Solskjaer's plans or whatever. He might
2: do. He might do. If, obviously, they give Rashford a new contract, then... He's there to, you know, just be there when he's needed.
1: The reason I think that United might take him is because I think they just want an out-and-out finisher. They yes. want that out-and-out. As again, if Lukaku goes, they want an out-and-out, out-and-out Ibsen, finisher.
2: But if Lukaku goes to Inter, yeah, 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 then yeah. they would buy Aubameyang so they can buy Zaha. Then we can get this <laughs> the 25%. Percent.
1: Yeah, but the 25%, that's off the field. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> like, on the field because he won't that money That's off the field. That's, that's off the field. But, and again, if United... If United they're going to pay like say what what was the what was the number for for Aubameyang was it 60? was it 60 it was banded about. If they pay Arsenal 50 or 60 and then it, all the merry round the merry go round goes round then they get 20 back if Zaha goes for 80 so really they bought Aubameyang for 40. So that's a good bit of business and it could it could persuade them. But for me for me if the 40 million thing is true then then they're selling Aubameyang. They're not sending Lacazette. What's Lacazette? 27 28 28 and Trevor is 23. So Torreira, they're not selling because of you know, he was one of their best players last season. He's got a lot of. Um, but if you saw the. He's on the market though. Like, well, no, know, he he said, he said, no, he said, he said, he said, I'm not happy with the weather or whatever. Yeah, that's the yeah, uh,
0: yeah, an alternate yeah, yeah. Arsenal uh, kit video. He <laughs> said, so, um, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I'm through and through London now. There's nothing to do around here, <laughs> But then the thing is, like, when players say that, it's always worrying because you know that's just an excuse. That's just an excuse. When they say I don't like weather or I'm not fitting in with the culture, because you're like, these men aren't rolling on road with with, with average people. <laughs> like the places that they're going is like the cream of the, the cream of the capital or whatever, and like that whole culture thing. Nah. So maybe he does want to go. Maybe he does. I think weather's just the weather's just an excuse. If he does go, they can get a bit of change for him. But then they need to replace him. So then that means there's still no more money for Zaha. So, Aubameyang is the only one that makes sense if they're going to try and fund him. <laughs> I
2: find him funny when with the city, don't like the culture. I just think what culture? <laughs> you don't like the lack of culture. Tennis.
0: The culture thing in London is the dumbest excuse you can use because
1: it's a multicultural every, place.
0: <laughs> every community is here in London. Mm-hmm. There is a. There will be some Uruguayan section that yeah, you can bro, go to you,
1: there's people that you can there's pe- things you can do people if you, you go with people
2: then you're pissed <laughs> no <laughs> friends
1: but no and you know you you have your people around nah, you so anyway there's so many different people. like you said yeah.
2: even with footballers There's so look at the head still chose of Aguero and them not the yeah. South American yeah. band there's so many of them in London alone so
1: exactly so and like even if you're not even it's not Uruguayan there's going to be Latin American contingents even within football
2: what we're saying is stop being picky to
1: no, all I'm saying is if you want to leave just leave innit don't come up with bitch excuses like that's, that's the thing but yeah Zaha like and the thing is the fact that they've gone straight in at 40 million they've got to have more money there because they know that Crystal Palace are not accepting 40 million off the bat they know that so they must have more money to up the second bid
0: yeah that extra one pound
1: <laughs> I think Benga took that when he was leaving It was on the table Rooney back again
0: in the big time Doing what he does, well, what he's done at. Doing what he does sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's he's managed at three clubs now. Each club he's been at scoring from his own half, which is. That's a sick feat. Who else can you name that's done that? He did do it at Everton. Yes. Did he?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: It was, it was, I remember it, was, it may, score, it may so it have been it. just about in the he other team's half, but he scored he from far It might have been in the pre season,
1: or was that? No, no, no. <laughs> know, know, was it was in the
0: game. Hey, hey, you know thing I saw him do for Everton was
2: the Arsenal, no, no, Arsenal it was, goal it was, when he was 16.
0: No, he yeah, did it just yeah, after yeah, he left yeah, yeah, United. Yeah. He did it that season, he
1: scored from far Oh, right, he
2: went back to Everton. I forgot.
1: Yeah, that forgettable season. But, nah, it was good. It was a good goal because, as well, like I say, the foresight to see it quickly as well. Like I say, they were in the middle of defending, the ball just kinda of broke to him and you'd see him like look up and he's like, yo.
2: Very that's what it. what made it better was definitely the goalkeeper. Most of the goals like that, the goalkeeper's way out of reach. There's no way he's reaching out. This goalkeeper fully dived, like it was mm. a standard shot to try and save.
1: But. And it was really close to the pose, like mm. it could've like mm. it was it was perfect. I'll give him his props for that one. It was it was banging. Also, he's been talking about his he's been talking about his, his post his post playing career. And it threw up a little something that's just a little bit mad to me. Where obviously he's saying that he's he's thinking about going into into being a manager. He's doing his badges or whatever, and then he goes on to say that he's already had offers from clubs. It's like there's an opportunity for me to go into management straight away.
0: White privilege. <laughs> well
1: then there you go. That's that's our show. Well, that was all I was so, going to say. Like you cut right to the heart could of the be subject.
2: White privilege, but at the same time it could be. It's, um, name it's name, name privilege name privilege exactly because Dario Rio probably got some offers when he was finishing even if it wasn't to manage maybe to coach
1: for me it's just because you know it's also about the yeah it's about the notoriety of the player mm. It will, and also he's got he, he's got the link maybe it is a good move because he's got the links that will help players come in like look at Mark Hughes Mark Hughes, I'm sure he got a lot of the jobs off his strength of his relationship with Barcelona because he could pull players in from Barcelona. So not only have you got, uh, you're getting taught by one of the best guys to do it, there's also, as a club, we can get some good players in like little pat your back deal, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours deals, like calling in favours from friends. So maybe there's an element of that to it. But for me, I just feel like that the pros really outweigh the cons of not having any experience and could potentially relegate your team.
0: This is the thing. What, you're gonna bring a Alan Shearer got the Newcastle job and relegated them. So you're gonna you're gonna go like that or Roy, Roy Keane, <laughs> big guy on on the pitch, but then as a manager, useless. So what? And this is and this is a Rooney that hasn't even done any of his badges
1: yet. So how are you gonna? <laughs> My thing is this is a Rooney that. He's never really been known for tactical nouse and IQ. <laughs> like, I don't try to be harsh about it, but like, there's certain players that when you see them, you're like, right, I think that guy, could, that guy could go into 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 a managerial career. He's a thinker. He looks at the game like that. And again, I could probably be judging him really unfairly here because you know he played at the top of the game. He must have some kind of nouse, but <laughs> he doesn't seem like the guy to me that is gonna be yeah, he, he ain't he ain't gonna be another Guardiola kind of thing. It's gonna be, well, it's not gonna be tick attack. It's there's the ball run. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. Oh, but that's the thing because like even like I talked about Frank Lampard before. Even I was seeing the other day that even he's like off the pitch, he was quite a smart guy and stuff like that. And I still think you know the whole Derby thing. I thought it was a risk. It didn't really pay off. He just kind of kept them floating. And now Chelsea coming in for him, that's a mad risk. But I just don't see why you want to hang your hat on somebody's name. There's other managers out there you're not even going to give a chance to with the same type of experience or more.
0: Yeah, it, at least it, it breaks a uh, mould from those you know typical managers that are always just going around the same loop of the uh, sat, the telepath, and other club. But these guys are going to become that new one. That's what I'm saying. They're going to They're becoming become the new, new the new The new yeah. roundabouts and... Lampard ain't done nothing in his career, but he's been given. Well, he went straight into Derby as his mm-hmm. first job, mm-hmm. which is at, which is a senior level. Even even someone that was the the captain of Chelsea didn't has he was he even given that that opportunity? He went in as the number two at Villa before coming into the it. Then you've got other players, obviously the likes of so Campbell that struggle to even get ever in the door. Yeah, to struggle to even get. Through the like through the managerial door, but then certain other ones just automatically we will give you. Obviously, Rooney didn't say what teams they were. They could be, they could be that Sunday League team
1: down yeah, the it road. It could be so Conference much. North or whatever. It could be like fired or something like that. So if it, but if, it, if, it, if it's
0: that, then I, I even I have a chance of. Managing <laughs>
2: <it>. <laughs> There's two two ways I see this. There's managers that actually have the know how of how to you know tactically be are technically aware to manage a game. Mm. And there's some teams that just need the manager that has that motivational aspect in there. I don't know, managerial. Yeah, portfolio. but bro,
1: this ain't a Hollywood movie. Motivation is just a part, and it's Ber- a big part Ber- of Ber- it. Was but was
2: bigger motivation than tactics, if you realise. He will give you a bollocking. And that scared people to play their best way. Some games you see, Man United were really outclassed. In, and it happened like how many times we get to final of um Champions League? I think mean, twice or three times?
1: Well, the, when Pep oh, did Fergie. Yeah, I mean, twice. 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 Yeah, know, but and
2: we didn't learn anything. We played certain games in Man City, our class. Sometimes, you should, but when you play the standard game where you just know how to cross, someone knows how to head up, they did it perfectly.
1: I think towards the end but the thing that you saw with Fergie every time that United started to dip and they weren't winning and they were coming second or third he would change things up he would rejig things he would use it but when it wasn't working anymore he would still change it it wasn't just motivation he didn't the get through he really, didn't get through all those the years time that just really, anything got
2: really rejigged it's tennis time with the 4 three. but come on look at Evra playing his best football then he brings up the Butler and shit but Butler comes in he puts the fire on you and he knows he wants to prove something he proved himself for a bit and then he was done Fergie was more, and he said in some of the the courses he's done, if you've watched the of them, he said it. It was about besides
0: that, um, it's how the players feel. So that the, fear only, the, the only worked the, well with him. The only thing is, mm. uh, you're only talking about the end towards the end of Fergie's career. Yeah, that's Let's what I'm saying. Let's go back to 1986. Let's go the way back to no, 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 to no. Back back to it, has, it has to be Aberdeen. That's that, right. be, that's that he, was that was his that way, first. That was his first role. That was his first job. That was his first role. So you have to go to then. He didn't have the thing to go around and say like oh this is my name I'm just like yes he was bigger yeah, he was bigger about, at well, but okay then if we're trying
2: to put on par Rooney has his name and Rooney is whoever he is No, no but Fergie no. made his name for no, him no, not but, through but, Aberdeen like that No no through, per like, so
0: he was a big striker at, uh, at Rangers he had issues yeah. there and he got dropped but then he went into somewhere he managed to where re-jig- was
1: he for Aberdeen I can't remember like, it was, it was so load, or yeah,
0: some, lo- some small teams and that went to Aberdeen managed to rejig a team that was not really, well, not doing much to win their league. Mm-hmm. Then to go work in and fitness something yeah, like that. Work, work on the fitness, switch things around to then win the what's it called to win the European Cup mm-hmm. against um, Real Madrid. Real Madrid, yeah. So yeah. He managed to do that, and that put him on the thing. And then obviously, then since then, after everything else he'd done, he managed to build a name for himself, which is then used like after that. Every yeah, people look at you and say, okay, you've done all of this. It's, we can listen to you because you've done it. Yeah, but Rooney doesn't walk into anything like that. Lampard goes to Chelsea. What was he going to say? I got Derby into the playoffs. What the <laughs> fuck is that?
1: Yeah, and that, the thing is, like, what I'm saying is, the the team, like, and not even the fact they got Derby into playoffs. When he got to Derby, it's not like he took them from being like a team that was going to be relegated. They were a team that almost By made way, the playoffs. But how
2: does it work with some of these roundabout managers? Fair enough, like he is Because Lewis. they do a little. I kept it Everton ten t- doesn't work, but. You bring in these other
0: managers that have been around, relegation, Some some Sam, Sam, Sam Allardyce. Your team struggling.
1: You want to stay up. You bring well, Sam Allardyce in.
2: Or if you bring someone else, Marquise or whatever. they no, but that's, no, all but in the same box. No, but so listen, some of them have kept the, guys them in, the
1: guys in that box, you look at most of the guys in that box and they've had one or two big shiny moments in for, for, for the team that they've had. Whether they saved them For relegation Whether they got them Into like European qualification Whether they did this Or did that There was always Some kind of dramatic thing That they did That was like It was good It, it was a good season They showed that They were a good manager They got everything right So everybody hires them In the hope That they will get that guy
2: Who's giving He hasn't said Who's giving in the office Obviously Who's giving No, It, no. it could be some crap and that's what I'm saying from China That just Oh <laughs> Okay I don't want to sound a bit They just love that <laughs> don't guy Don't be the accent that, bro I want to they just love him that much that they're happy to have him as a manager. And, no, and you know, that, that's it. That's so true. So it depends on who it is. But
1: based on previous, but you said
2: that as well. It won't be any reputable team
0: like that. I do, no. we I don't, don't. We, know know know, is, we but don't know. But based
1: on but based on what what the way football seems to be going, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. All right. So it's the big question. It's been argued for a long time: alcohol versus weed. The argument has taken a new turn when. Uh, Snoop Dogg, you see Snoop Dogg post a picture of him versus the one and only Paul Gascoigne, <laughs> looking like some kind of lizard man. I was like, another thing as well is, did my man get hair plugs? Because like the picture the Snoop Dogg posted, <laughs> his hair is bare thin, but now he's looking like his back back again. That <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg's hair? No, Gaza's hair. Like his hair was completely gone on top of his head, but now it looks like his back a little bit when he was on. Uh, well, you can you can say, Gaza.
0: He's probably been to rehab last two weeks, or so maybe he's gone back. <laughs> or maybe, maybe not.
1: Maybe rehab was was at the hair clinic. Nah, but <laughs> first, like, did did Snoop like was it, was it disrespectful? Was this a was is this it a be penalty or not? Yeah. That's
2: the question.
1: Is it was it disrespect No. Should he be showing a card? Why is it disrespectful?
0: by, by Snoop posting that, he just showing look. Snoop cares about obviously weed, and he wants to say it's good. And the the there's proof out there that shows alcohol is more destructive than
1: marijuana. Yeah, but in Gaza's defence, he's also taken cocaine, LSD, ecstasy, probably tried heroin, maybe smoked a little crack. (laughs) So that's not just alcohol. He should be marijuana versus every other substance. (laughs) I didn't know Snoop hasn't taken all of them as well. Probably has. He probably has as well. He just lived a healthier lifestyle, but obviously then you got Gaza fired back at him, basically with that little picture of the dog that looks like Snoop Dogg. Which isn't really a cuss, because that's what his whole career's been based on. <laughs> his
0: whole career's been based on looking like a dog, so that's not really doing yeah, but nothing. In his <laughs> drunken state, he thought that was a
1: proper dissing. Probably did, probably <laughs> did. And then he was on, uh, what's the show called? <laughs> Good Morning Britain. Good Morning Britain with people I'd
2: say it is not a penalty. It ain't a run. What he's put out there is just a bit of bents <laughs> with some seriousness in it. Some people taking offense to it because it's Gaza. I like, oh, yeah, God, that's what it. it is. That's about It's a joke. It's not a big deal. It's not really a, a, Anyone that knows Gaza knows he does more than alcohol. But yeah. Yeah, so and that. as that, has that a...
0: video come out the other week about.
2: Yeah, gaza you got asking any coke. Yeah, he's asking that dude for coke. Have you seen that video?
1: Yeah bro, yeah, yeah so. it was uh, put in night. Like, bro, that video was that video was a sad video as well. Like I didn't sad. even I, I didn't happy. even laugh at it, bro. I didn't even laugh at that video. Bro, it was terrible like. And the thing is I felt bad for the dude because the dude was obviously meeting like obviously you could see he was a big fan of Gaza like. This guy was not just there like always oh, Gaza he was like oh the legend whatever describing him and then Manchester's like Dude, you know,
2: I watched a lot of conspiracy theories and I'm going back to when I look at that one. Yeah. This guy knew what, Gaza was asking for coke. He's like, let me get into some video, get some little bit of clout. Really? That's where it got to. And he's like, okay, let's film it. Oh, look, my boy, Gaza, Gaza. I'm asking for the fifth time. Like, <laughs> the same Can I get some coke? And Before the like, camera
1: was running, he's like, I've got coke, you oh, know. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know
2: what I
0: mean? But you know what? This, obviously, the whole thing of Gaza, with obviously being such a well loved footballer, and this is probably why he keeps getting second chances, mm. and going through the stage, It does there come a point where people should kind of stop? Trying to help this guy, or is it just a case of they're going to keep helping until he actually end up in mean, no, the general
1: public? Yes.
2: I think you keep. <laughs> you should keep helping them. There's two things you've got a family member that gets into the state, you've got especially with guys like he's made all that money you're living on, probably you use that money to help him, keep helping him. Yeah, yeah, of course, when he's given up, you've given up, that's it. But if you've not given up, if you just keep helping him,
1: but like that's what I'm saying, like, as a general public, they'll be getting on arms on his behalf, like yeah he's he's done what he's done like there's if no point in getting help, in arms
2: if like. they want to help it really like when and, and that's the whole country as a whole like this sort of thing he should be banned remember that one way he went to the off license and bought it was on tv i'm sure you went and bought alcohol and they gave it to him yeah yeah you yeah. should be banned was, everywhere yeah. Look, your gas coin you can't have anything
1: look what happened to george best like man was almost <laughs> completely fucked what'd he get new new liver was a new liver that they gave him a man carried on drinking like
0: Fresh liver, yeah, bro. Fresh
1: liver, and he went carried on drinking. But I'll like, drink. where's the people to stop it? Like, yeah, if my man goes into the off license, be like, bro, I know for a fact that you shouldn't be drinking. Like, I'm not gonna serve you. People don't. People don't really care. They love to act outraged, but they don't really care. Even Piers Morgan, Piers Morgan, just like what? It's it's news for him. Like, bro, I can guarantee you that guy has no respect for adults, addicts, ex, or otherwise. But man's all trying to bring and in. You it's of I don't give a fuck, bruv. I'll no, say it. Piers Morgan, talking. at whatever his, his, his Twitter handle is. bro. You, that guy spends... That guy makes a lot of his career of denigrating people that are in trouble in society. He's just he up doesn't He doesn't... Bruv, he doesn't care. <laughs> there's, there's That's his angle. There's business and it's
2: personal. The, the caring point comes in Personally,
1: personal. he doesn't care either, bruv. Personally, he doesn't care. Personally, professionally, he doesn't care. So
2: why is he taking up that you know stance that he's upset about what happened to Gaza? Because, because
1: he's a prick and he wants to he doesn't yeah. have to he can just put him on he's a shirt. prick and probably slightly racist so we'll take the white guy's side oh. <laughs> because he likes to you know it gives him it, it stirs up controversy you know Snoop Dogg's got fans you know they'll come for him and that way he can go on one of his little Twitter rants and keep himself relevant
0: oh. now for the biggest question Gaza mentioned it in his interview a boxing match Snoop versus Gaza. He wins I'll say the quickest bo-
2: boxing match ever it's not even down, a question it, down in one second bro,
0: actually no you know guys
2: will
1: probably drop like just
2: drop when the whistle goes like, wait first of
0: all have you seen that um, Simpsons episode where Homer's a what so where Diedrich Tatum versus uh, yeah, where he's like <laughs> he you take punches, punches <laughs> <in it right laughs> yeah yeah actually no he's not got he's drank so much alcohol and drugs that he's, he's just, like, not at that like,
1: state state <laughs> maybe he is now, nah, but because I swear like as well Snoop Dogg does like UFC training and stuff like that so like he and he keeps himself fit so it's not a contest guys will punch himself out in the first round done till that's the end of this episode I'm MK
2: BNF no Filter
1: Flows
0: We done out here